So first things first, we're going into the week recap. So how have you guys been? Abby's your birthday today. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. We should we can sing happy birthday. We have not sung happy birthday since like that was my own birthday. How many episodes ago? We can still sing it for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear I be. Happy birthday to you. I was about to go into the rendition that I told them. I think that at the beginning of the episode that my primary school teacher taught us when we were in primary four. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. How old are you now? How old are you now? How old are you now? Before rap was even rap, the man was already doing his own thing. Maybe he would have made it big. So how have you guys really been? I've just been preparing for school since it's starting next week. Yeah, congratulations. Mm, I realized that I didn't have anything in my wardrobe. Since we've been doing online, I decided to go shopping this week. I didn't actually get enough things. But thankfully, next week, I'm not actually going to school physically. I'm still going to do online. I think because it's induction week. But I still have more time to shop. But isn't that the week I, you're supposed to meet more people? I don't know how they did. But I'm going to get more things because my wardrobe is practically empty. I just realized I have only jackets and uniforms. I don't have clothes, so mm-hmm. I use next week for work. Okay, <laughs> so I was saying that. Okay, so I use next week to yeah to just shop more. But my week has been the same: wake up, go to work, come back, sleep, wake up, go to work, come back, sleep. Yeah, it looks different. Did you cut it? Oh, yeah, I cut the relaxed part. So yeah. Okay, you look different. You went. You were relaxed. So you've gone back to natural. Hmm. Yeah, that that relaxed one you were saying, sexy cut. face. Moment. So exactly. So I just so I've completed that moment. Oh, okay. The hair should continue growing. She begin to grow. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You have to involve God in it, though. It's also a process. Let my hair grow. I come into your house. You're the one that made it now. You know, take control. The yeah. comfort have you been? So my dad passed on the 19th of August. Oh and, you know, we had to, like, it was very kind of sudden. Like, I wasn't expecting it. Yet. And we had to figure out stuff, the burial, all of that. So this month has actually been very hard. I'm just really grateful to God that um, um, we're done with the burial, we're done with everything, and we're trying to figure out how to move on, I guess. Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm sorry about that. And God comfort your family, comfort. Amen. Amen. To maybe please say something happy. Let's... Okay, sorry. I've been watching Hometown Cha Cha Cha. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's a it's like a love story. The girl yeah, know, so don't the spoil it. Herself. Please, 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 please. Don't spoil it. Thank you. You I just say it's the Korean countryside. Yeah, yeah, That's all. Just, it's not spoiling it. 
general. I love it. It's a general statement. She's a dentist. She went to the countryside. No, I just want to say that it's a beautiful story. There's a guy in startup, and um, I don't know if you guys have watched startup. The guy was older, chasing a younger girl, like 10 years difference. But now they put him with his love interest at a similar age. <laughs> And he shines. He looks good. Like that time, he was just annoying, chasing this young girl and disturbing her relationship up and down. But now, it wasn't his fault. Now he was the one writing to her. I didn't really fancy it. I just watched like half of it. I just wish he had. I think that was why I stopped watching the startup because they were trying to just come and say, tell the girl that oh, I was the one you be communicating with since what was the whole. I didn't watch it. Yeah. She gives the story and then she ends it with, I didn't watch it, Charles. <laughs> I watched Strong's um, Smart Money Woman. That was a really good one. I don't know if you guys you know the book by Arisha Ugo. What time in school we're reading it? They made a movie now. So, so it's teaching you about money and finance and stuff like that, but it's still like a storyline. So you get to see why she's saying you should do certain things because they are giving video examples of somebody's life in the story, just like the book. It was actually very interesting. It was on Netflix. I'm watching it. I think I'm oh, yeah, watching it. Yeah, episode three. Although I've watched it before, but it was not, I didn't really enjoy it. And I discovered there was a book after I'd watched the series. Oh. So I didn't actually bother reading the book. What else? For me, I've been good, I guess. I've been trying to rest. Sometimes I'm looking out days where I just do nothing. And even though I have like work to do, like I have a backlog, I'm like, you know, I'm just not going to do anything today, you know? And it's been really helping me because I'm beyond every day. Yes, I have a code for therapy. You can have therapy for one month free. So if you guys are interested, just hit me up because I did therapy too and it's been helping me. So anytime like I'm in a very overwhelmed situation is too much. I just go back to therapy and come back better. Right, no, speaking of therapy, I think therapy is something that everybody needs to look into. Sorry, I'm talking weird. Mm-hmm. My mouth is swollen. I can't really speak properly. Oh, sorry. I feel like it's something that people need to actually consider a lot. It's something that people, like, it has a bad um, all around it, like, if you're going to therapy, you're messed up in the head. If you're going to therapy, just yeah. something really And I think you shouldn't be that way. Because yeah, even the healthy, yeah, even the healthiest of minds needs it every now and again. You know, see it from someone else's perspective. See what you can't see. Because mm-hmm. it will help. And I just wish that people would know this and would, like, take advantage of it. I know that sometimes sessions can be expensive for it's needed regardless and it shouldn't be like tied to having a messed up mind or being mentally ill or whatnot yeah i agree what you're saying because when i'd lost someone close to me last year i find i know the first person i could run to was god because nobody could really understand what i was going through and all that and yes i I was healing my family was healing and all that but lately, I was listening to a podcast and the girls were like, Christian girls, Christian black girls, and they were like, oh, that there shouldn't be this weird stigma with you going to say therapist or anything yeah. like that. You could be strong in faith and in Christ 
and still actually because it's one thing for you to you know it's you and god and everything and there's one is another thing for you to like just tell somebody that doesn't mean you're not fine that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you so i guess that's what i actually wanted to do so i was listening to the podcast and i was like okay maybe it's not bad so i even asked maybe for this uh free link i was like okay because the first time she asked me i was like no i'm okay i'm fine you know and i was fine I'm, i am fine actually but sometimes you just you know need that okay listening here or yeah. want to actually even because i know i've not yet spoken to the therapist but i know that yes i'm going to t- talk to her about what had happened how i was able to go through then after you know the whole um stuff so I get it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, it's not a problem. You know, I'm a Christian. I'm strong. I just have to read my Bible, the Holy Spirit to minister. So yes, and he will actually, you know, but there shouldn't be this shame about going to mm-hmm. a therapist. Yeah. Shame, that's the word. Yeah, shame. About going to a therapist and all that. So, I'm pretending to be okay just so that you don't have to see one. I agree exactly. 100%. Sometimes we have deep-rooted issues that we buried along the line and then we're spazzing out, we're acting out and we don't even know why we're doing that. Uh-huh. Sometimes, you're, sometimes you're secluding yourself, you're, you're receding. Sometimes you just, you know, your attitude changes and you think that you're growing up or you're being mature. Meanwhile, it's like an underlying issue and you, at this point, you can't even identify it, how much more deal with it because you've swept it under the carpet so yeah. i think that really helps actually heal because i mean sometimes when we have or go through things the ways we deal with it is by saying we've healed meanwhile we're constantly or purposely ignoring it or making ourselves forget about it sometimes you have no recollection of the of the situation and it's like how can you not remember as important as as Yes, it was. And he's like, yeah, I've healed and I've moved on. Meanwhile, in actuality, it's just lurking somewhere, waiting. Yeah. And then it starts affecting so many things. And then you can't even pinpoint what exactly it is. So, yeah, I do agree. I mean, there is God and he is first. But I think that therapy is probably something he's made available. Uh-huh. to help deal with it on a, on a faster. Yeah. And he used these people to actually... Mm-hmm. because i mean they teach psychologists at school but they never tell them what to say like mm-hmm. no rule book or manual on what to say what can i do for you today and if the person says this then you have to say that because these people eventually they get in tune with your emotions your thoughts and sometimes you wonder how they say the things that you're thinking and even when you're in denial, sometimes they, they speak and you end up answering your own questions. So, mm-hmm. yeah, going to school is not always it. At the end of the day, God has to be there to help them help you. That's so true. I always pray before a session. I'm like, God, please speak through her today. And honestly, like, she always just ends up saying stuff that calls me out. <laughs> and um, it's just really nice. I know one time I was scared to do something. And she asked me, okay, so what's the result of what was the result of this if you don't do it? I told her the results. And I said, okay, what's the she now said, okay, do you know that you not doing this and you failing at this thing has the same result? And that blew my mind. And I was I'm like, why was I scared to do this thing? Because it's the same thing as failing it. But she's like, what if you pass it? Then what happens? That's a better result. 
Yeah. So it's just like it's always like mind opening and honestly, like some things you're worrying about, you think it's like a big deal, but by the time somebody just gives you perspective and it's like, oh, why didn't I think of this? And it's just really nice. And instead of like burdening your friends who probably don't know what to say to, it's just always nice to you know share with someone who's experienced thank you guys so i think who has not shared ivy has your own week been it's actually been quite eventful it started off really good and i think it's gonna end good i mean uh you have a few stitches here and there but then at the end of the day you're fine i started preparing for my birthday i think on monday so i got my hair done did the, the girly stuff then kind of got negative news that I lost a friend kind of did pull oh me down a little bit yesterday it was a very amazing person oh it was crazy and it wasn't even like normal it was just uh-huh. yeah there's that then I went to see the doctor I had surgery last year and I just went I went to see the doctor and then we kind of tried to deal with, you know, whatever else. And I ended up with a swollen face, hence my half-speaking, half-swollen face. Didn't expect that because if I knew this was going to happen, I would have pushed it until after my birthday. So now I'm kind of dealing with pain and having to party. Like, I've actually not eaten. And my friend made amazing food. And I just, Aww. I tried to eat it and then it didn't work. And it just went to my custard and just, you know. <laughs> You just beg her to make me another fresh one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> nice fresh. Have you? <laughs> yeah, I deserve <laughs> But yeah, other than that, I've actually been, it's been, it's been a good week. It's had its highs and lows. I just hope it ends up on a high too. Yeah. I like your picture on Instagram for your birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Fun fact, I did that yesterday. <laughs> I think yeah. you must have swollen. You don't look swollen there. I have my hair covering it. Oh. Literally. Yeah, if you if you look closely, you can see it. But I have my hair covering it. Yes. It's just half. So I guess that's the good thing. Well, I haven't seen the picture, so I can't comment on that. <laughs> You'll soon see it. So we can go straight into the book, guys. Today we are discussing um, Second Class Citizen by Buchi Emecheta. This story, what's fascinating about it, it's actually mostly based on her life story. It's not completely based, like she spun some parts, but like a lot of it is very similar to what she actually through. So that blew my mind because this is crazy. First of all, her husband is just, I don't know. We should throw him in the dustbin. But... I probably shouldn't say that about somebody that's apparently a real life person. But I'm not gonna a- lie, if I if I if I say anybody named Francis, please I'll go the other way. <laughs> I know somebody named Francis. <laughs> Sorry to your friend or your I, person. And you know this okay, the first thing I the first aspect I noticed was, you know, how her life kind of spiraled. Like I mean, in so many ways she was fortunate. She kept talking about how every time something like it felt like she was kind of like at the end of the road, right? Something opens up, right? Which is might not be what she wanted or stuff like that. But something always opens up for her, you get. And that was like one of the first things I noticed. Yeah. And then another thing I noticed was um, when she talked about how her father died and she had to become 
he made for one of her father's cousins or something like that. Yeah. And that was just it wasn't she wasn't upset or angry about it because it was just the normal thing to do. At least she had a place to live. And that was like how they spawned the story. And then yeah. her mom like the whole thing situation was like in over in like a few lines. Do you get there was no like dedicated chapter to it. They just talked about her father died, her mom went to her brother, her this thing, do you get? And I was like, What? I'm not like and for like a minute I was like, ah, now I understand why my mom she doesn't want me to marry Igbo men. Yo, I'm Igbo. Hi. <laughs> Where are you from, Comfort? From Edo. And you get you know they told us not to marry Edo people too. So now well. <laughs> <laughs> not evil people but like in general i see here it's a lot you know like i was thinking okay actually i had not been thinking about this more like you know like when we say okay don't marry evil guys you know stuff like that right most i, I was thinking about it from the aspect of my, what my the stories my mom has had to get like like very traditional not even the traditional stuff after they die do you get but more of like um how she, her friends' experiences mm-hmm. were what shaped her. Like all the Igbo men that she knew, you get like that were in married situations, were beating up their wives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it was. That was her own experience, and so that's why she was like, "Comfort, don't do. Have you heard ever this thing?" Her friend was telling her another story, and then she was like, "Oh, are you hearing? This is what I've been saying. All that kind of stuff, right?" And that was what she was talking about. And so it was sort of like after my dad died that I started thinking about things from the perspective of after the husband dies kind of stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. number one, be expected. And like, I guess um in my family, there's, my, my brother is the firstborn and then there are three girls after him. And I never seen us from the perspective of, oh, there's one boy and there's three girls kind of stuff. Like there was no gender. Not like we didn't respect each other as boy and girls or stuff like that, right? But sense of, I never felt it like, oh, he has one boy until this whole stuff happened because everything was happening. Like, me and my sister could even travel, right? Because of the whole COVID situation, but everybody was fine to get because my brother was there. And then I just kept hearing stories like, you know, people came from church, right, to talk to us. Um, if you need anything, you need help, blah, blah, blah. This is it. Okay, so this is what happens. This is what happens. And they were telling us their own experiences and their own stories, right? And I was just, I was so worried and so scared to get, because some of the experiences were just scary. Mm-hmm. Like, someone was talking about this family that as soon as, after the burial, they packed trucks, like they locked the house. I told the woman, she has two daughters, like they told her, okay, go your way, find your way. Locked the house and then they packed all the things in the house. She was just there with her two daughters and that was it. Like they didn't even say, okay, maybe pack a load or something like that. And I was just so scared and I was just like, for the first time I was like, oh my God, thank God that we have a boy in the house kind of stuff. And I was so upset that I had to feel that way. And then like someone else was telling me a story of how this one was even worse. Like the guy was a young guy and blah, blah, blah. it ended good, but I felt like it was worse because, okay, so when the guy died, right, he 
he was sick for a while, so he kind of already knew he was going to die, and he was the wealthy one in their family. So what he did was he plotted with his brother, his younger brother, that if anything happens, right, the younger brother will quickly see that he's getting married to his wife. Okay. And then they will bury him inside the house, inside his own house in Lagos, so that nobody can take away the house, and so that they will not take the existing property away from the wife. You get so you have to do it like that, right? That um, as everything was happening, I was like, Oh, I'm she's my wife now, kind of stuff. Brothers willed her to me, and I was just thinking about the fact that this is a human being, this is a person, right? And like he had to take such drastic action to preserve something that they had built together. And I was so like, I was so scared about like what could possibly happen, do you get? And so that's why when I started reading up this story, I paid particular attention to the part where um, they talked about how that her father died. The stories, like a lot of people have these stories, right? And, yeah. you know, and that's actually why I was, I was talking about the whole evil part stuff and how, like, do you get? Anyway, because, People usually don't think about what happens when this person dies because nobody nobody wants to talk about it, right? Because it's dead. But it's something you have to plan for. So what were, what were we saying? Yes, apart from that, right? I, I loved the fact that um, irrespective of whatever was happening, right? She always tried to figure out how to pursue her dreams. Mm-hmm. To get, like... She would not just say, okay, it's not happening. Let's the end. After when she went, went to went to let's go to school, right? And nobody wanted her to go to school. <laughs> you made all the efforts to be there. <laughs> yeah. And then how they were like, ah no. I think her father wanted her to go. It was her mom that was difficult. Yeah. And like besides that, now when she wanted to go to school, right? And after she had passed the exam. And then they're like, oh, how are you going to pay for, you know, your secondary school and stuff like that, right? And then she was just like, don't worry, like, she's going to get scholarship. Like, she mm-hmm. doesn't even know how to do it. And they talked about how she was like a hundred and something, right? But she just knew that she was going to do it, right? And she was not discouraged. And, mm-hmm. you know, and she got that. And then after the whole point where she had finally gotten enough money for them to be able to travel to the UK. And then they were like, oh, the guy should travel. That she should they use that to train them. I'm telling you, they use that as in, you get, but was, as far as I can get what I want out of this yeah. situation, she was fine. Hmm. She didn't bother the fact that she was just working as a slave for those people to okay. get. And I was just thinking about it, right? I don't know how many people could actually stand the situation. And so, like, she had to figure out how to convince them, irrespective of the fact that this is her money, but she, she didn't really have a choice. Hmm. Because she wanted a family. Like, she needed a family. And she wanted a family. And she needed, like, she yeah. to travel. To get, that was just the major thing. And so she used him as she took what she needed to get out of that relationship. To get, because she even knew that the guy was not committed to her in the first place. To yeah. get. So she made sure she took out what she wanted. And then they were talking about, there was this part that tripped me when they were talking about how her family were demanding a large bride price. Because was college <laughs> trained. Because she was college trained. She was college trained. So you know now that she's college. 
that was what they that was it was on that ground that they allowed her to further her education even after her dad died because mm. they know that she will bring money <laughs> but you know the plan wasn't for her to go to school right yeah. you just found okay when she reached a certain age you marry this old man right, she has just right. yeah. exactly she has asset she has reached a certain level you get they had just learned for two three years and that's the end right but she could see what she could do right and when they're talking about the whole second class citizen i didn't like i was saying it from two perspectives she was a second class citizen as a woman and then she was a second class citizen you know as a foreigner in another country yeah and um she was talking about her struggles through these two things you know trying mm-hmm. to survive achieve the goals she was an ambitious woman and she was she trying was. to achieve the goals that she needed to get to you know irrespective of all the barriers that they had placed in front of her to get and mm-hmm. i loved her confidence it was so sad that she ended up in that marriage but you know i guess it was something she needed it was a lovely story. I just did not like how it ended. It was just so abrupt. But do you know I smiled like at the end? For some reason, I was so happy at the end. Like when the person said Nina, and she was like, the moment she told me was a dad or something like that. And I'm like, I don't know why. But it just I don't know, it just felt like hope. I think it was her brother. Oh, is it guys? Know. No, I thought before I read the part where oh, he went to Miss Ate was her brother at first. So I actually thought I her brother came because I finished reading it, right? I was just like, Nina, and I was just like, what? And I just kept reading. So I didn't have time to actually process whether whether maybe it's her brother or somebody. But I was just so I was just smiling till the end, even though I was upset at how abrupt the ending was. Yeah. Me too, I had like questions at the end, but I realized that the story was still ongoing. That's why the thing ended there. It's still she still she was still alive until I think 2017. And that was written in like 1974. Oh, so yeah. Her, her life story had not ended. And the beautiful thing is she published that book. That book that she was writing that her husband bonds is one of her books that she published. The Bride Prize. She published it. And I was so happy to see that. Like, a real-life woman published it. Oh. Because, you know, it's like... I knew that... I don't know. For some reason, when she told her husband to read that book, I knew it was going to do something bad. I just had that I feeling. It was going to tear it. It was either to tear it. Yes. I just had that feeling that it was going to... Because when she, he must have heard her... Like, when he, when she told him that, oh, Bill... Was it Bill? And um, what was the other? Jenny or so. I can't remember who she was working with actually gave positive feedback with that, regarding that book. And she reported to her husband, she told her husband, oh, that our co-workers have seen that. And he knew that, okay, white people see that this book is good. Okay, let me even read it and even see what she was. And I know that, yes, he saw that book as a threat. Yes. He saw that book as like a wings for freedom to fly away from his choking nest. I don't know how to explain it. He so, just never wanted her to succeed. He wanted her to feel like him. Never. I mean, from the beginning, from the time I even read about the Francis, I know for the fact they got married young, the guy is practically still sucking his mother's breasts. I don't mm. know. He was a sports brat. Let me put it that way. He was narcissistic, insecure. Because your, your um, wife is any more than you, your friends are laughing. So you feel... Well, they were teenagers, so I guess him 
doing that is not even i'm not surprised because it was probably i think they were 16 or 17 when they got married yeah. you know and he reported to his dad is his parents he could miss because he wasn't mature enough to run uh, to run a home so it was his parents that, uh, while reading the book i'd even forgotten they were 20 because she was going through a lot and as i was reading i was like oh my god this is actually a 20 year old woman mm. and this is what she's going through so I'd even forgotten that she was that age because she had yeah. grown way beyond that. And she had to go through a lot. Her in-laws were sucking her dry. And the guy felt really, really entitled, Francis. You know, it was thought to, you know, he's the head of the house. He didn't have to do anything. His wife was making money and bringing it to the house, you know. And I don't understand why he we blame her for not passing his exams that's the kind of behavior that you will know that it's from home let me put it that way from when he was really young you know it was sports she needed that sorry comfort and she needed him so that she can go far from where she is because she didn't have family she Mm. wanted a home like what comfort said what the book said she wanted a home and she needed him to go that far i was so heartbroken when um, Francis discussed with his parents that he wanted to go to the UK and she was really happy that oh my god they are going to go to the UK together only for him to give her the news that oh his dad said that women are not allowed to go to the UK and this was I think we we're talking in the 50s or 60s and I was like I can't imagine what women were going through it's bad enough they were seen as second class human yeah. and she now had to go to a country where she was seen as a second class citizen mm. So it was really heartbreaking when the guy had to go alone and left her. But she's a fighter or she was a fighter. I don't think uh, <laughs> that drive is something else because how she was able to convince her in-laws so that she could go. Mm. And she wa- she went on a boat with her two kids to the husband. She was even sending money to. She's <laughs> a very impressive woman. Like, oh God, she was a fighter. That's what I could because I, if I knew all the vocabularies in the English dictionary to describe this woman, I would have. But she was something else. She was something else. Because I know that, I don't know. I guess, I don't know whether it's because she, I don't know what made her. Okay, I think it was because of the kids. Why she was still in that marriage. Why she was still in that she marriage. She needed him to go to the UK because she said that they need to have a... If a family relationship you have to have a husband to go to get a uk passport or a visa even after she got to the uk after she goes to the uk i think she was seeing signs because i know that when she does good uh, she notices that her husband loved daddy more and she hasn't or she doesn't receive love or something i think when she was younger and all that so she was holding on to that love that she was getting like once in a blue moon and then there were her kids there was there was something she said like this thing she was like yeah I would leave him but I don't know the way around <laughs> I started laughing she said something like that one sentence like just after she got there like and she was so disappointed hmm. by um, the stuff he had done so I, I'm guessing the point was um, she wanted to give their relationship a chance to give because you know like in as much as you don't think that affected you somehow um like 
when you grow up with certain distinct, the man is the head of the family, blah, 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 blah. She can't survive without him. Do you get, which is why, I don't know why they would give a woman to her husband's brothers if the guy is dead. Do you get, because mm. for some reason she can't survive without a man. It was seen as a property. Yeah, and so somehow in some ways that would have influenced her decision or how, you know, she felt like what would she do with four children, right? It's actually hard for a woman to start over with four children, like by Wasn't herself. Wasn't she pregnant after the fourth one? She was, oh, she was. <laughs> it so bad for it just her. kept coming and coming and coming. I mean, <laughs> when she was now saying, oh, she's 21 and she was holding the baby, I was like, oh, wow, she's 21 and she has all these children. <laughs> Don't you know? That's, I actually forgot her age. And I'm continuing. I was like, oh my God, this girl is actually 20. And the babies just kept coming. One thing I realized as I was going outside today, I was like, that woman is blessed too. Like I've never seen so highly, that's what they call highly favored by God. And the funny thing is, when people try to limit her, when people try to put her in a box, saying, oh, black people here, no, they always work in the factory. No, they can't work in this place. She's yeah. like, it's like God just wants to show them. It's like, eh, so I'll show you. And when they were envying and Henry, like everybody's like, eh, that you get. And then she was talking about like, how she would be arguing with her husband, and she knows that she's arguing with the rest of the building. <laughs> like all of them, they've come to pour in their own seeds of envy and everything. But instead of the guy to figure out, okay, my marriage is my marriage, or okay, how we relate is different. No. He, you don't know, he, he doesn't want to do the work, but yeah. he wants to earn the income, like spend her money, but not work, but still be the man, the controller, tell her, don't do this, don't do that, blah, blah, blah. And even the two weeks that he worked as a, is it milkman or no? Um, he was a mailman, yeah. A man or something, I can't remember. He was he complaining. were complaining. <laughs> He started to feel so proud that she when she was at home, I think for five months, it's like, oh, she's enjoying all my money. <laughs> she should go out. He bought radio and was taking it everywhere. So petty. He took it to toilet, he took it to work with this small money. And he didn't tell his wife how much he was earning. What kind of child is that? And he would not allow the children to use the radio. They'd ah ah, and he took it everywhere. The guy was I don't know. Like, I, like she, she was seriously, seriously, highly favored, you know, yeah. like in so many aspects. Seriously, like your marriage is like when I was just reading it, right? Who you are married to it sort of determines how, like, especially if you decide that you want to stay married for a long time, right? Yeah. Whoever you're married to is going to determine how the rest of your life is going to go. Do you get That's like, no are That's you exactly going to? Or not. Like, are you going to live in peace? When she married him, she married him because, I guess, mostly because she, she. I'm, I'm guessing she couldn't marry a strong-willed person. Because a traditional strong-willed person would probably have said, eh, no. Hmm. My, my wife cannot be richer than me, blah, 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 kind of stuff. But she needed somebody that she could manipulate to a certain extent. That's probably why she married younger. She needed yeah. to, like, get off the clothes of her family and all that but you know it really bitter in the ass to just i don't know 
was sad. That part was really sad. Was really sad there was something there was something that she said that I actually put down. She was like, I think when she was going to the public bath and she saw the bird, she now said something. She said she was different. Our children were going to be different. They were all going to be black. They were going to enjoy being black. Be yeah. proud of being black. A black of a different breed. So I felt that was one thing that I know that gave us strength, even if they were, you know, seen as the inferior inferior race or you know, yeah. they weren't compared to the white people. So I felt it was just something that gave her strength to just keep going. Yeah. So it, because a lot happened to her, and I noticed something. Where, where I don't know whether it was just her aura attracted such. Wherever she went to, she found favor. That's what I'm saying. When she was getting jobs so easily. Can you so get easily. Her bl- being black was never a hindrance like, for her. Was never a hindrance. her everywhere she went to. You know? That's what I was just saying. That God just seriously decided to use her to show people like, uh, like, uh, like it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter what you think your problem is. I can't like triumph over it. You get like everyone's like, eh, go and get a job in a factory. In a factory. Everybody's talking to her husband and her husband is talking to her. The only kind of job you don't think, don't think that because you are in this thing, you know, all your this thing does not matter. We're all second class citizens here. Like, go and get a job in a factory. Next thing, job has come. Library. <laughs> yeah. Then you get everybody was talking about how um you can't raise children. Mm-hmm. They will have to foster your children you out. This was my first time hearing such. I've never heard such in my life. Before. I've heard about it. There's even a movie that was supposed to come out about that. About the children that were left by their parents to be fostered. I don't know why it didn't come out. Maybe it came out and I didn't know. There were a lot and of the them. Neighbors, in this and seven. the neighbors were trying to convince her to do such. These mm-hmm. are kids. These are children. Mm-hmm. That, oh, people do it. They live there. And I'm like, and you don't know what the children are going through in those houses. You don't know. You don't know what they may be going through. Oh, yeah. Those they say, don't care as long as the person is white. Those neighbors, those ones, the Nigerian ones. Oh, wow. I think when I first moved, when I first went to the UK, my mom told me something. She was like, please tell me, be careful about Nigerians outside the country. <laughs> She was like, please, thank God you even look Sudanese. Just tell them you're not Sudanese. <laughs> I'm like, she was like, please be careful with Nigerians outside the country. Because ah, when they see JJC like this, eh, it's God's favor. That's just that's what I learned from this book. Eh? If God's favor is going to follow you, follow you everywhere. Because like, that woman went through a lot. This is the movie. I don't know if it's out, but the movie is Skinhead. About children that were fostered in the 60s and 70s. Oh I just God. said fostered. This was the first time I was hearing of it. I was surprised. You deliberately. I don't know if it's out. 2019, they're talking about it. And can they go back to collect the children? Or they are gone forever like that? The children are British citizens, so they stay there. Sometimes their parents are deported. Sometimes their parents stay but they are raised in that this house. one, our kids were not born in the UK. Yeah, but then in, in some of these cases, the foster children, the children were born in the UK. Maybe their parents went there for masters or went there for something, gave birth to the children, and they just left them to be fostered. Oh my goodness. So, so when they like have... They get hundreds them. of thousands of children that were deliberately abandoned. A lot of them, a lot of them actually. 
that's why they had to make a movie on it a lot of them and um when we're talking about how she was favored you know that she always kept mentioning presence and i think that's like the holy spirit for her and that the, like she just always felt that calmness that he was always there she kept mentioning god and i don't know this woman eh, i love her she was strong even the mr jehovah witness husband i hope she found love because and she kept her, looking for love yeah and her in-laws when apparently i think they were catholics or Jehovah, i don't know apparently francis was changing religion was he muslim <laughs> then catholic then <laughs> what i remember remembering was the time francis was leaving nigeria and they had to i don't know they prayed to their oboshi god or is it obishi that god goddess of river yeah. and yeah. they broke these broke polar knots and that was just looking at them like are these not the people that are christian <laughs> there are a lot of people that actually do that like yeah. a lot of nigerians that do that right that they believe that the more gods you worship the more protection you have yeah you get. Wow. so they don't they don't like okay i'm going to have only one god though. so saturday they'll go and do goats kill goats, do sacrifice, do all those things. Sunday, go bowed heads. Seriously, there are a lot of people that actually do that, right? And then, you know, there was a time she kept, like, whenever she kept referring to their gods, you get, she just kept talking in this sort of mocking tone. Mm, yeah. And the part where she was like, the one with white people. <laughs> That why did Obosi give them leprosy? This is ahead of the times, and then she's like, "Okay, what she said? Um, something about one guy like this. Something about the what the guy did. One wrong that thing that the guy did. That I think somebody married a white person or something like that." Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like ah, that and then the, the, uh, the crude oil stuff. Crude did not afflict any of them. she's ahead of the times. It was very interesting to read. You know, I really loved the book actually, and I was so inspired by her story. She just had so much to tell. I was, I was so very sad about like when they talked about you know when her dad died and all that stuff. Like I thought it was just a few words and her entire life was sort of you know over and then um, she was forced to realize that nobody actually cared would care about her except herself and so she had to care for herself right her mom she was like look at this everybody has an agenda that sort of relates to them like in the sense of you cannot be above them in the agenda to get like mm-hmm. so she had to figure out what was good for her like it's not saying that they will not love you like people will love you right i mean they cannot love you more than they love themselves they have to put themselves first or they have to adjust towards um even if they are giving consideration to a certain situation they'll give themselves consideration first right and what they might think is right for you might not exactly be what you want do you so the thing is you have to put yourself ahead and you have to choose you do you get all the time and so she had to figure that out very early in life right her mom you know professed to love her and stuff like that you know in the way that a person loves their child and she was trying to think of how 
she can marry of this girl so that she can leave this marriage that she was not interested in. And that was going to be the rest of this girl's life. Being married to somebody that she had to kneel down for and serve him this thing, and that's not what she wanted. But a mom that was, like, after her dad, the person that loved her the most wanted her for her, just to figure out how to get out of this married and so she was forced to realize that and that the fact that she tried to make sure that she got wasn't going to let people just use her she was going to use them too to get that what she needed from whatever relationship was she was in like we have families like we had in-laws right and then so she let them get away with using her as you know golden goose because she knew how to talk to them in a way that they would let her do what she actually ultimately needed yeah. from that yeah, relationship. Yeah, pension plan. Abi, what should I even explain? She was the money-making machine. So <laughs> yeah, have... just, yeah, she wasn't it was it was very smart. She was a very smart woman. Very like she smart. figured out how to speak to them in such a way that they would let her travel. Mm-hmm. I was watching uh, a Chinese movie one day. Um, Chinese series, I actually haven't finished it. Demigods and semi-devils or something like that. A lot of stuff is always happening. And it's mostly um, all these um, kung fu kind of stuff, right? And um, so this guy, he's a great fighter, great martial artist, right? And he knows how to practice internal energy. He's like one of the best coming up. He's young. He's one, you know, he was even made the chief of his sect for a long time, do you get? Because he could defeated anybody in the sect and the sect was like the largest sect in the world like in the martial arts he had to leave stuff happened he was framed and everything blah 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 a lot of things happened to him a lot of all those drama now and then he moved on and he was staying with one other people and he now mistakenly not mistakenly he now captured a king of a kingdom right but he was like ah that um you seem like a frank person so i'm going to let you go yeah, so he didn't do anything to the guy. He just let the guy go. The guy was like, hey, if you release me, I'll give you this, 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 this. He just let the guy go. But the king realized that that guy was a great martial artist and he wanted to use the guy for his own dreams. His plan was to unify that entire area. That means, because apart from that king, there were like three other countries and he wanted to take over all of those countries to get, go into war with them and unify this thing so that the entire place can be under his kingdom. That was his own dream. He didn't really trick this guy. They shall became sworn brothers. He didn't tell this guy I'm the king or anything. That one just thought, oh, he's a frank person. I like this guy. Let's be sworn brothers. And so they did the sworn brother stuff and everything now. And then eventually he figured out that the guy was king. One time like this, that guy was almost under attack. Instead of this guy to leave, he said, even though we just became sworn brothers, because you're my sworn brothers, I'll stay and I'll protect you go about the fact that oh this thing yeah because his brother their brotherhood was very important to him right and so he forgot about the whole fact that you know he was one person and he the guy thinking at that point in time right now made the guy a prince the guy was not from his kingdom or the guy came from like an enemy kingdom so they should kind of be enemies but they became sworn brothers and the guy made him king and i felt like my mind was warped because i wasn't thinking of oh my god these are two unlikely friendships or these are an unlikely friendship or they'll be best friends kind of stuff i was thinking about how guy would 
because everybody was vexing with the king. Everybody was complaining, and this guy might be a traitor. Don't make him the prince. So blah 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 blah. And I was, and the king was like, stood up for him. And the king was like, no, it doesn't matter. Anybody that complains about his origin again, I'm going to be upset about it. And I was like, this is what the king will eventually use in the future when he's ready to discard this guy. He has finished using him. And that's all I was thinking about. I'm not necessarily upset. I was just like thinking of the best of this relationship. I sort of felt like it was a relationship where the king wanted to use this guy and had something that he could use against this guy when the time comes for him to discard their brotherhood. Eventually, he actually discarded the brotherhood because, you know, the guy refused to go to war, you know, but all this I had sort of thought about it before any of this happened, before the guy actually discarded the relationship. And I was thinking, oh my God, why do I, am I pessimistic about human relationships and whether or not the brotherhood would last? Because I wasn't thinking, oh yes, this is a, an equal relationship between two people. I was thinking, oh yeah, this guy wants to use this guy, suck this guy's blood and train me way after. <laughs> so, and I, I'm saying this because I was reading this book. I don't know, it's sort of like, um, resounded with me because I was thinking about how she was aware of each of her relationships. She was aware of what the costs and benefits were in these relationships, right? And she sort of adjusted to make sure that she profited out of relationships, irrespective of how equal or unequal they were. Sometimes I like to say I'm a realist, you know, because of how I see things, like how pessimistic I see things. But I also would love to meet people that actually. Um, see a relationship and see the best in it. Like the guy I was talking about, right? That I told you he was very all about their brotherhood, right? That meant we live together, we die together. And I think it's so fascinating to meet people that think like that, that see the good relationships and stuff like that. That's something I definitely learned recently because I was like so scared to ask some people for like recommendation and stuff. But then when I asked them, they were so excited to give it to me. And I was like, why was I so scared? Why do I think, you know, even the therapist started to ask me, like, why do you think, do you th- why do you think this way about yourself? And why do you think this way about people as well? I said that I would ch- see people as good until they prove me wrong. And I'm going to do from now on. But I definitely used to, for human beings, as, you know, as somebody not wanting the best. I mean, even though they've not even said that, you know, but then actually be surprised about how many people are actually going to cheer you on so it's quite interesting movie actually is farming sorry it's not called skinhead apparently skinhead is a gang or something so the movie is called farming and it's actually on youtube and amazon prime and apple tv but you have to like buy it for 3.99 really and all these things you guys are saying you guys are basically saying everything that was in my notes and which is really good and I'm glad that she found a way to make her relationship work. But when he started to beat her, that was just uncalled Started. I think he was already beating her since. From Nigeria? They probably didn't write it. It was probably not said in the notes, but I want to believe he has been doing it since. Because when they described the first experience, it wasn't as, oh my God, I'm so shocked he hit me. No, it was as if... Yeah, it was like something that was... Exactly... Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, she wasn't feeling any different. It felt as if she had experienced it before. His father used to hit his mom. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was written there, right? Abby? Yeah, towards the end. Him banging at the window at the end. She told him that I'm not your mom. I think the father used to hit the mom, but the but the, the only difference between he and his father was that the father was bringing him money into the house. Oh yeah, he was that's what saying. Also doing it. He saw that his father was doing it, and he was why not? And he was a baby. Mm-hmm. Father is his father. He's always going to his parents for advice on how to run his home. You know. Yeah. It was also easily influenced by the Nigerians around his area. There was that was even what I wanted to go to. There was a part that she said that could not help wondering whether the real discrimination, if one could call it that, that she experienced was not more the work of her fellow countrymen than of the whites. Maybe if the blacks could live to learn to live harmoniously with one another. The West Indian landlord could learn not to look down on the African, and the African learned to boast less of his country's national wealth. There will be fewer inferiority feelings amongst the Blacks. So it's one thing for the Blacks to feel inferior to whites. Then there's the one within the Blacks. That's yeah. another thing. So it was just like a whole lot for the woman. Can't you all just come together, you know, in harmony? If they see that we don't go against each other, they won't, they will see that, okay, we have this um, strong connection, you know, be probably something that they know they wouldn't want to. Charlie Francis, that was all about, oh, here, you don't do this here, you don't do this here. It's not like in Nigeria where you can do this and that, or don't do this here. You know, it was like a mini white, same with it that way. Yes. So when she saw that, I could, how that, I don't know, I just felt she was in a maze. How she could find ways to get out, it was a gift. Okay. That's actually a very good description because she kept meeting dead ends. You yeah. know, they were dead ends, but she found her way out. Really, really cool. Yeah, right. And there was discrimination in that area as well. And they were not wishing her good. Like, all of them were wishing her to feel. They're like, first out your children. The landlord was even putting advertisements. For her own child again, I'm like, are you joking? Like, what's oh going God. on here? How can you be saying the, the guy left? <laughs> it was one part that even made me laugh when he left on your plane. And the mother-in-law came behind her and she was like, it looks like a coffin. I'm like, why would you say that? <laughs> For goodness sake, her husband is going to the UK. And you just came and you were like, it looks like it a looks coffin. Like a coffin. <laughs> what is that? Which, how can you say that with your son in the plane? It's not like you're not. I said that family, they are not okay. How do you expect the same person to come out from there? Ah, Abby, you're right. You're right. Okay. That was named Boy. That was kind of fascinating to me. Do you think he has a full name? Abby, his name was named Boy. <laughs> boy, boy. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking of the book. I was like, wait, why would they name him Boy? <laughs> Can they at least give it maybe like I don't know, boy was also maybe like their language now. What is boy in Igbo? Maybe they name him that. Why boy? You know, or junior. I don't know what his father's name is or something. I was watching, I can't remember what series because I've been watching so many series, right? And I was watching this series and we're talking about just recently gave birth, right? And I was telling person that was given that name your child now have the names now don't go and do i'll see name it when i see it because <laughs> your child can cut you for that <laughs> 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 
Oh my god, I can't remember the one. I, I don't know why I can't remember the name, right? There was this ridiculous name that the person named their child. Like, um, so they gave the like, okay, let's define a name, let's find a name, right? And then they couldn't find it, agree on a name. And then it gave it was like, oh my god, she reminds me of my grandfather. I want to name it after my grandfather. The was like in no problem. But she was thinking about his actual grandfather, like his paternal grandfather. She did not know that he was talking about his maternal grandfather that has one weird. You should have heard the name first. Or if she was thinking it was the paternal grandfather, okay, let's say the paternal grandfather's name is uh, maybe Anthony or something. She's like, oh, is he Anthony? He will not say, oh, no, no. <laughs> So she didn't even think about the the that stuff. It was like after I guess, okay, so your name will be blah blah blah. Yeah. And then she's like, I was thinking of this ridiculous. I was writing this story, and I was just like, what's the most ridiculous name, right? No, no offense, right? And I was just like Perpetua, and that was the name of the <laughs> of the main person in my story. And so, so imagine if it was like, uh, your name will be Perpetua. And she was smiling her face. And suddenly, you can see this fake smile. And the guy's like, he, he's not even looking at her. He's like, okay, let me go and tell my, I have to go and tell my, my mom about this. I have to go and tell my mom about this. Right? So he leaves the room and he goes out. And then she just realizes what she has done to her child. How <laughs> that child will not cause them later in life. Yeah. You know the official change of name in law in the law court. You know, that takes time, right? The damage is already done before you can officially change your name, actually. Because, you know, it influences how, what the bullies are going to call you. Like, what, like what's going to happen on the playground? You have a nickname. Yeah, they'll probably, like, now that perpetual short for Pepe. So, no, that's I'm not. Gonna, Pepe, I know someone named Perpetual and they call her Pepe for short. Pepe can be used to bully you. I there's there definitely going to be a nickname, so I don't think I don't know how bad the name is, but you'll probably be giving a nickname. But yeah, it's yeah, that don't name your children <laughs> because that's the only way that's the only way say, I don't know. I can't figure out what to name this guy. I can't I don't know. What what, what should we name him? I don't know. Let's look for a good name. Okay, boy. It's a boy. Say which is this name? You know, boy. It's like okay, his name will be boy. <laughs> I didn't I know, but, but was it really? Was that his name? Name? Maybe it was like the name. Like that's how they call that name now. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe he had a name, but because name, their time together was so short, yeah. she didn't. You know, because. Like, there are a lot of people that in their, this thing, they call them mama. Maybe she didn't have enough time to actually learn his name because that's what everybody calls him, boy. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And I, boy kept, I think boy sent her money and was telling her to leave the guy, leave the guy, leave the guy. I wish she did too The guy came back again in the end. I was not like, what's going on? What did the he guy said, oh, God, that, the end was so freaking. Yeah. I hope he like, leaves. He, he was like he wasn't he married best. to her. He wanted. They were not his kids. He's mad. Because he bought the birth certificates. He bought passports. Bought marriage certificates. 
I'm like, this person is evil, though. Thank God the judge realized that he's lying because. Who does that to be in an asylum? Because he wasn't normal anymore. Yes. And he got facts because he wasn't even working or anything. He was just there eating his wife's. So when they talk about how he's becoming fat, he can't even fit in the single bed. So <laughs> she has to sleep with the children. Ah, the girl was and that idiot was still sleeping you. around. Hmm? Wow. He was still sleeping around. Oh yeah. Do you know yeah. that's what I'm saying? Like, a woman that just had a child or, or who is nursing or something. So hmm. he was sleeping around. I, you know, I was just thinking about how like she's one of the reasons why I was thinking she's favored because I was just like ah, and all these things that were happening, she no catch HIV. That's true. That's about getting disease. I'm telling you. And she'd not, you know, she'd not catch HIV or syphilis or something. Do you get? With all this, like, she was really, really, you know, lucky. When she was like, oh, she didn't mind the guy sleeping around. Like, it's his own business. I actually thought she had no, stopped sleeping you, with no, him. You will know, you will okay, know that exactly. she was number three. You know that it was four. too much. Five. <laughs> Maybe number five. <laughs> you know, you know, it was too much because remember when they moved into the new house, right? And a girl now is gonna put a note, please tell your husband to stop, stop kissing to stop, us. Uh, to stop kissing us. Uh, uh, oh, you know what I experienced. <laughs> that's that's okay. She just she's really really lucky that she did not catch anything. Another, yes. another children. Another person that I wanted to point out was Trudy, caretaker. Mm, Nani who, was. who she said her husband was sleeping with. Mm. He, was he knew when the man was so happy to go there. Yeah. And Vicky that had meningitis, when she went back to the lady to ask mm. what happened, she was saying that he caught it before they got to the uk and you know she was working at a consulate you know being a staff the boy was getting you know good medical treatment and why she could not because why would a mother you know give you a kid to care for and you just allow the kids to go or, i don't know she, whether she actually deliberately put the kids where the trash bin and rubbish I think right? she put them there they she allow her own children because i know they can't play, just walk to the place toys that she brought for her own children yes and give it to her own children i think i wish i actually like a bit of me wish that that stick that she picked up actually hit that trudy but the trudy was not enough to jail trudy was white now trudy would have said something and started crying and then for you know what's happening she's in it's jail. true the tools favor the then at that but <laughs> I was glad it didn't hit me. I, I'm actually, I can't count how many times I was angry while reading the book. Uh, let me think also about birth control. I know I heard one time that birth control was made mostly by men and it was for men because why can't the birth control be on the guy? You know, why can't he take measures? It's only the woman that had to take it. And I was just thinking of how she suffered through the birth control. She had to do this one with the cap. And then the cap was not staying. And when he found out that she even had the cap, he was still upset, saying that now she could sleep now with other people. There's only single people and prostitutes that have it. I was just like, wow. I mean, I know in that time, probably there was a stigma around using it, but you were popping babies with this woman so often. What do you want her to do? It's just really sad because I know a lot of people who go through different things because of that birth control. Like, they may have, like, hormonal issues and... 
some people like get bigger, they gain weight because of it and different things. But I know that things have advanced since that time, the 1974. But I was just thinking about that when she had the cap there. Francis ideology, I don't know, I think is religion and how women should not use birth control pills and definitely abortion is part of it because if you had heard that she wanted to abort that baby, there's no way you would have agreed to it. The baby was okay. Because she was so worried. Uh-huh. What did the doctor now do? You said I'd not give you pills, sir. What, did what, did he not, what kind of pills did he not give her? Don't do. <laughs> Maybe vitamins or something. That she knows how she felt after she took it for some days. She was scared that he must have done something bad to the baby. Yeah, that's why I, think I don't happened. think he did. The baby was fine. <laughs> Dada, or is it Dada? I don't know what the baby's name was. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Bubu. There was Bubu, there was Vicky, Titi. I don't know the last baby. No, there was no name. In the belly. Yes, when, when she was like, you should go and walk. And I said, no, he not associating himself with people or something that is. He's planning for the kingdom of God. His, <laughs> his whole concept was just very, very annoying. Like, what is your problem, guys? Stand up. He just always used to look for ways and excuses not to walk. Able-bodied man. And yeah. another man, Mr. Opara. Yeah, I was about to mention that. To come talk to him. Yes, and talk sense to him. I guess that was... Although, I don't think he eventually... To walk for a while, then he stopped. Yeah, he stopped. As life is destroyed. I think this should be lesson parents should learn because parents are at fault. He is also at fault because you don't want to bring a child into this world and it turns out to be a Francis. <laughs> like, felt so bad for Ada because it was as if, you know, from, from a very young age, like at 11 or something, she already knew because. She doesn't want to marry anybody, you know. She wanted to... She, her mind was grown up. It got to that point where she needed to marry and it's just there. That's how important it is to know who you're marrying. Because it was like she was going like this. She was going like this. Then she got married. And it was just like, down. <laughs> if she wasn't as strong-willed as she was before she got married to that guy, I'm pretty sure she would probably committed suicide or something. It was that's just an enemy of progress. He didn't just want that. I, it just used to piss me off. That, that book one really pained me because I saw it coming, but something in me was like, I hope that would not happen. I was like, didn't you learn your <laughs> lesson? How can you tell this idiot about your book? Do you think I'm telling you, I was popular and leave this man? I was like, is this the same adult that was, you know, strong with? Because if I was wise, what happened? You know that this man is enemy under the same roof. Yeah. No, you should know that it's enemy on that same roof. Oh, and you now wrote a book, you know, you produced something, a brainchild. That was what it was called. Do you mm. think you acknowledge it? No, he's not going to do that. I'm hoping she had like a digital copy because mm. and she was going to buy a typewriter. Idiot was smiling, smiling at her. The crazy thing says it guy did. That's my goes asking me to test. <laughs> Telling you that story, we all still believe it's normal. I tell you that guy is not normal. Okay, forget the fact that didn't raise him well. That guy yeah. is not mentally okay. He's actually not stable. No, <laughs> piss me off the most. It's real. Based on her real life, this is not a story. It's actually not. I wonder where he is. Dead. I just hope he's dead because she's she died actually in 2017 and she's died at 72. 
It's not to say he's mad though. Like he's not okay. Like he's mentally challenged. Please forgive me for speaking to you about the dead. But I'm just, you know, you saying <laughs> according to the book. You know, because I don't know why anybody will be beating a goat. Talk. You hear that. Somebody tells you that you should know that ah no, this was a mistake. Got out to run in the streets. Wonder like what happened to the children, like the effects that all these traumatic incidents happened, like that happened in this They were still young to register most things. But they will know that their father is between their mother. They will know that that's what you think. That's what you think. But to to grow in that kind of situation, it must like you know why I said so because I felt she removed them early enough from that situation and the father came and broke the, the window oldest was three yes she the oldest definitely we have like memories and all that vicky was even already showing signs of you know the person that used to talk too much but she doesn't talk even anymore she could see signs in her kids but i know that the, removing them from such environment early on they will grow up normal if they had been there longer than that I feel what you mean. That's a woman poisoning their husband's tea. But it is what it is. That's what we're Yeah. Even when, um, I think the, the part where she told him that, oh, I think after Mr. Okafo came or something, or is it Okwara? I can't remember his name. Okwara. He started working and she actually set boundaries that like, you work for your money, pay rent, blah, blah, blah. Why she we pay for? Instead, mm. Being stingy with his radio. It was really vexing because he was taking it everywhere. But she did not really regard him like that. Even when she knew she had problems, she was still happy. I think this was the period when she had her fourth child. Mm. You know, her child, she came back, she entered the taxi, she came back home. Even Francis didn't go to get her. She was smiling and she was happy. And I'm like, this is the result of disregarding a Francis in your life. Like, the girl, she just disregard dis- all your Francis. <laughs> she was in the midst, you know, she had her problems. You know, who doesn't have problems in this life? She was happy. And that's what I defend as peace. Peace is not the absence of I- issues, but even during that period, you have peace of mind, you know, you're happy. And that's Francis was the one that stole her peace. Yes. He thought him fear. She had a mellow husband that was okay. She would have lived a very exceptional life. Like, I was even happy to go to the, the house that she was still feeling joy. You know, she wasn't, she didn't have the rich things in the world. But the fact that that Francis was away from her life, like, like that moment, the guy was still living in the same house. Like, she didn't feel like she owed him anything or she needed to take care of him. You know, guy was a massive liability. And she just, and the, she had peace of mind. So good. You know, had it been that Francis was working and using his sense, they would have been mega rich. She was already thinking of not her dream when she was kind of like out of it. And she dreamt that they were farming and the children were abroad in big schools and everything. If that Francis used sense and got his degree and was useful, they would have made a lot of money in that UK because she was making yeah. a lot of but she was paying for all these things and francis was always excusing extra of her money and i'm sure he gave some of those women her money i'm sure no he wasn't working he wasn't working i was watching this series asta madams so i'm watching oh, season red tv right yeah red tv and the latest episode right um do you know what's her name dumas her son name is dumas 
Jocelyn. Yeah, Jocelyn Dumas, right? So she's married to this guy, and um, he's they're in an open marriage, and he's sleeping with her best friend. <laughs> I don't know why I laugh. If you close that marriage, oh. mm. yes, I'm closing this marriage. I'm closing this marriage. open. Open. As in, but then because your best friend, you don't you be thinking it's fine we until it comes closer. Oh, she anyway, sure. So after she found out, right, she's like she's closing the marriage, right? And then she now travel. The best friend now convinced her that she found somebody else. Anyway, she shall travel, right? And the guy doesn't work cool. She's a CEO to get the guy doesn't work, oh. he just reached of her. Her assistant was in the house. Right, and then that girl came. That his girlfriend, her best friend, came to the house now because she knew that that one has traveled. And then she's like, and then the guys like um told the PA send her some money from the company account. And it's like how much? Five million. And he's like, but that's your um pocket money for the entire. You know, period that the woman's going to be away and like just send it to her. I'm telling you, just send it to her. And I'm like, ah, ah. some people don't have the fear of God. Though. Your wife has worked hard for the money. It's not enough that you're leeching off her, but you are not using the money to go and pay for your side chick. And he was feeling proud when he said, he said, Oh, that's just a little something. I'll take care of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> this world, nothing will not see. Who you marry is very, very important to your destiny. Very, very important. I'm going to spend almost by God's grace 80 years with this person. Imagine you now marry a Francis. God <laughs> forbid. God forbid. Any Francis around my area, Lord, cover my eyes. Let me see them. Jesus. I love you. I love you, Francis. Let me rebuke King Francis. my life. We apologize to any Francis by the different guy. I said we apologize to any Francis that is a different guy. So to suck someone dry. And he kept, there was one thing that he said in the book, um, that was in the book that just made me really angry. He kept saying, your children, your children, your children, come and carry your children. This is your children. And I'm like, it wasn't only a chromosome that was able to carry these children. What, what happened to the Y chromosome? Where did the Y chromosome go to? Where's the other one? Didn't you also because the man felt that guy was so insecure and i feel a big part of it was because he was still very young number one number two that's true he was like 20 yes it was sports that was another number three his his foundation was really bad i don't think he grew up in a very harmonious home you know his parents you know there is nothing to write home about you know you saw a poor girl and often, instead of you to bring her home, treat her like yours. No, you decide to use her as a money-making machine because she's laying gold in every single time, which was really, really, really bad. And why are you always listening to what people have to say? He was always complaining when he told. Why are you yeah. even telling your wife earns more than you? What is their business? What's their business? You tell them. They now tell you. They will now tell you that oh, you are not even a man or something. Your wife is any more than you. 
okay, fine. Now, in that decides to tell his father, ah, people are complaining my, my wife is any more than you. And the father is not like, even if she does, who does she bring the money to now? You become as in, is it now our money? We're still enjoying it. Yeah, you now be, you become entitled, and everything she earns, she brings to you. Now you are a king in your own one and a half bedroom room, and you are just there sitting down, doing nothing, hearing what people are saying. You can't take care of your own kids. At least if you are home, you should be able to take care of the children yeah. and carry your children. Your every time, your your your. And I'm like, okay, she 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 didn't impregnate herself. It's not when the child is bad or is disturbing that you know that yes, it's the mother's child. It's not when the child becomes a doctor that you be like, now remember that oh, that's my child, I raised him or something something. That's when you know it's the father's child. But when when the when the child is making noise, you know, crying, you know that no, it's not your child. That thing really made me very angry. It would have helped us so much. Mm. If you had this calm in her spirit that she's going to work, and I know that I can bet that my husband is going to take care of his children in peace. Yeah. I'll hear stories of, oh, women, will you leave your children alone with the, your husband? I'm like, hold up. Is that even uh-huh. a question? Uh-huh. I want to be able to go to the Bahamas with my girls, be happy that, okay, oh, my children will eat well because their father yeah. is home. They can oh, buy food. Like, don't think that, oh, your heart is doing, hey, my God, oh, something, something. I remember when my mom had my sister. The following year, I think she was still breastfeeding. She traveled to the UK. And I was like, how did you survive that period? <laughs> I go over. but she was, you know, yes, we had my cousin, but she was satisfied that, okay, people are home to take care of our kids. I'm like, you shouldn't feel like, oh, you you will travel, you don't have peace of mind that your children are in safe hands for mm-hmm. goodness sake this is not a nanny that you hired or um one distant cousin that is in your this is your husband he's as much their parents as he, I mean, he's as yes. their parents as you are yeah leaving the children with the mom and think that oh she's superhuman she knows how to take care of everything all because she you know carried the child for nine months you know yeah. To actually bring out the child and take care of the child, those are two different things. It's so crazy because it's true. She didn't really have to give the child to Trudy. She, the guy, could have actually watched the it. Could have helped. I still he wasn't read. going anywhere. He wasn't going anywhere. He was in the house too. She had just read. And the children those here play there. If you are hungry, come and share meet me. I'll feed you. You know. And when your child, when your wife comes back from work, you cannot take your time because you know she's taking care of the kids. You cannot take your time to read your book. The oh. two chapters is always reading every day. I'm pretty sure I don't take it two hours to read it. After failing the exam five times, I sure it's reading those chapters. <laughs> you need to sleep around. That's that's what he's been doing. Oh my goodness. Can you go downstairs and watch TV until <laughs> done? When he can use the time to go and work and bring more money to the house. What kind of Francis is that? As in his friends were even envious of him because he, he didn't have to work. They were working part-time and going to school. Like, he had a woman that was paying for everything. everything. You can do it, be a full-time student. Yes. Able-bodied man. Able-bodied. There's nothing but, wrong you with know, that was the problem. That's why I had the strength to be beating her now. Shabib be is doing like three part-time work. You are right. And all he can think about is sleep. He was trying to be beating his wife and to be sleeping around. He yes. didn't love her. That was just that's what I just found. He never did. if that woman died. What what would have happened? Will he pay? 
I'm sure he would just give his children out. That's what he would do. Was he not trying to convince her to drop the kids at the foster home? He was one of those In the law court, he was even saying, I don't mind if they go to somebody else or they can't take my children. If I were the judge, you know that guy, um, I mean, they, they go judge, they go jail. I would throw it on him. <laughs> Be fine. Yeah, the so, judge was like, you have to contribute for these people, which nonsense. And he said he wasn't married to her because there wasn't evidence. I'm surprised he actually burnt those things. That guy is mad now. Passport, burnt. Eh, marriage certificate, burnt. Because it's not working, it has time to be burning things up and down, burning somebody's hard work, burning passports. And I can't imagine what you will not go and write to the family. Eh, Ada has left, though. Ada, Ada did this, Ada did that. It's Ada's fault that I failed five times. <laughs> but you know the crazy thing? If this man, this man, she didn't have a problem providing for this guy. But had he been the guy has pulled his weight and done some things that, you know, that would have taking the load off her shoulders. You know, if you're at home, you know, apart from doing your school work, children, they go to school now, so it's, you're not with them all the time. You could have cleaned the house. You know, you prepare a meal for her or you or buy food or something. You massage her feet. She's the one paying, no. She has to be alive. You know, make sure her life is he, smooth. He does his own part for Do the moment to come in. Uh-huh. So if if she's feeling that one, she won't feel bad, you know, pay for this. She was not even feeling bad. But you know, she wasn't was even in that situation. She was all of them. And if he was doing good, maybe she even want to bring more money. To be like, hey. this is enjoyment after coming back from work. I don't mind. Tell uh-huh. <laughs> stay at home, Dad. It's not a terrible thing to do. But you know, you do, by the time you start getting aggressive and you're an abuser, you're a this. And, Funny uh, how she earns the money, comes comes home gives him all her earnings he then gives her only two pounds a week for That's food true. so she earns her money gives That's everything true. to her husband and she just gets allowance two pounds per week so nothing for herself she just buys food for the food for the house why he buys 40 pound handouts i don't know whatever it is that he's buying for his school or whatever mm-hmm. it is you know Forty pounds that was a lot of money. She was like, "See you, buy. I mean, work, take care of rent. With me, I'll take care of the kids' stuff. You know." And she definitely that was a lot of money. Let me even check what forty pounds was that time. The time she was at the hospital and she was the only one wearing that the hospital's nightwear. Yeah, and he brought a letter. It was like, oh, good news. And I think her um, office, they gave her, I don't know, is it benefits or something? I can't remember. And the guy had already planned on what to use that money for. When she wanted something for herself, the guy had already practically spent her money, which was very, very sad. How much is it? Oh, you saw that you saw my eyes, Abby. Hundred pounds in nineteen sixty was two thousand three sixty something today. I don't understand. So, hundred pounds. Oh, I was in forty. I was thinking of sixty because <laughs> I know she was earning sixty. How much is sixty? How much is sixty today? I feel like sixty would be roughly close to two thousand, maybe one eight something. Mm, that's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty sad. You know something that I remember in this, in this book? When they were looking for 
house after they left that first place. And they were like, no colors allowed, no colors allowed. <clears throat> I just said something that, but Jesus was Arab because you know they were Christians yes. and all that. So like, but Jesus was Arab, was he not? So to the English, Jesus is colored. All the pictures show him the type of pale color you have, white. So can't you see that these people worship a colored man and yet refuse to take a colored family into their home? That was when I realized that society is something else. Racism. I think I've seen it though. 40 pounds in 1956 is equals to 854 pounds in 2021. 2000% inflation rate. That's wild. Yeah, so even the drawings, the people keep forgetting Jesus was born in Bethlehem, who was an Israelite. Israelites are not white, too. They are olive stone. They have olive stone. I don't know why they'll be drawing Jesus as white or another color. Anyway, that's what I've seen a lot in history. They like to whitewash history. So that's why you see some people, even though they are black or they can white photo and snap them in one lighting like this, put on them. We don't even know what their skin tone is again. Somehow they said Columbus, is it Columbus found America? <laughs> Something that was already existing before he went. There. No, there was water. And he came and he found the land underneath the water. And I don't even understand. I think though he just that came and spoke. No. But like the story is that he, he traveled by boat for a while and he stumbled on America. <laughs> I think there was an empty place. He stumbled on America like he's an iceberg or something. <laughs> and you stumbled on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember the exact story, but the point was, my point is that there were people living there, right? And they took over the place, right? And yeah. they pushed, gradually pushed them out of their tribes and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And then they now make it seem like, oh, yes, you know, and, you know, we hear white supremacists, they're like, this is our original country, and we are the people, this thing, we are the, this thing by God, so therefore, blacks go back to where you are coming from. When they, if we are, if we are considering invaders, they are also invaders. <laughs> like, you get, yeah. in the grand scheme of things. You can't but, discover something that, has, that is already existing. Already existing. Yeah, I was school that Mongo Park found the waterfall. Is it a Victoria waterfall? I'll be which one? Waterfall that was there. Who took him to the waterfall? He, he found. He found. So the people that are passing by, sorry, they don't pass by. They didn't find. <laughs> so they did not know it's waterfall. No, they can't see. I guess if you see something and you just put a name, oh, let's call this America, then you've discovered. So naming something is equal to discovery. Have you? Let me start naming things now. <laughs> I write in a history book. But years after, you know, they'll say it's me that discovered it. So from now on, this will be the speaking pipe. This is no longer a speaker. I've named it the speaking pipe. So I'm the first yeah, to yeah. the speaking pipe. So you've discovered the speaking pipe. Yeah, I've discovered the speaking pipe. From now <laughs> Who discovered the speaking pipe? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, guys, comes to the end of this session. Um, thank you guys for all your contributions. I was really blessed. And right now we're just going to pray. 
So Timmy, do pray for us. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your grace, for your guidance, for your protection. We thank you, Father, for your love, for your favor, for seeing us throughout this beautiful day and helping us throughout this session for being for speaking through us and helping us be able to analyze what we've read. Thank you, Father in heaven, for your guidance and your continuous protection over each and every one of our lives. Father, Lord, I pray and I hope that those that are tuning in or listening will be able to um, understand and you'll be able to um minister to them through us, oh Lord, what we have um, discussed in whichever way or whatever form. Father, please take full answer to control regarding that, oh Lord, in Jesus' name. Um, as we're coming to the end of this, Father, Lord, please take full answer to control, oh Lord, and help us, oh Lord, throughout in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Amen. And keep everybody that's like Francis away from our life in Jesus' yes. name. <laughs> keep any Francis away from our lives, oh Lord, and help us give us the spirit of discernment to discern any Francis in the mighty name of Jesus. See us to everlasting Father in Jesus' mighty name. I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. So bye. Toodles. Feel free to send us DMs and comments about the books that you would like us to read and how you feel about the episode. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Check out our Instagram for book recommendations and for more information at Cuts, C-A-U-G-H-T underscore red-handed, R-E-A-D-H-A-N-D-E-D. So at Cuts underscore red-handed. 